now it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome to the only show that doesn't care about ratings. Our sole purpose is to save souls, on purpose. Find more episodes at witnesstalkradio.org and friend us on Facebook. Do you like the show? Do you hate the show? Are you indifferent about the show, but you feel like gabbing anyway? Then call 513-900-8070 and share what's on your mind. Have you ever gotten into a conversation with someone and couldn't think of a way to bring up the things of God? Maybe you have trouble getting into conversations in general. Well, today's episode has two different clips that show how you can easily start a conversation and transition into a gospel message. In our first clip, Jennifer Pepling and I put up an IQ test banner at the University of Cincinnati, and students came up to play the game. Listen to my conversation with Greg and see how easy it can be to transition into a gospel message. You're listening to Witness Radio. Alright, so let's start with the one with the triangles, okay? So read out loud the words in the triangle. Tears in the spring, bird in the hands, once in a lifetime. Okay, you were wrong on all three of them. Okay. Uh, hey, Jen. Thanks. Paris in the so the spring, bird oh, in the the hand, <laughs> once in a a lifetime. Oh my gosh. Okay, wow. so you got that one wrong. Let's try the one below it. Read the sentence out loud. Finished files are the results of years of scientific study combined with the experience of years. Okay, now count aloud all the F's that are in that box. How many you got? I guess, oh, three. Three? Yeah. You were wrong. Wait, there's more than three? (laughs) So, F in finished, F in files, F in scientific, and then an F in of... Of, of. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's really good. Because I was walking out here earlier, and I read the Paris in the Spring one. Uh-huh. And I thought it was just Paris in the Spring. Uh, really you got good. all those wrong. Yep. But one thing you don't want to yeah, be wrong about, and that's this question, is do you consider yourself to be a good person? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. We're going to put you through another test. Oh, Not an IQ down. test. This is just a regular Three, test. One, yeah. The good two, person three. test. How many lies have you told in your whole life? Is that crazy? Because you don't see the ofs because it sounds like a B. Is that pretty cool? Well, I'm not sure. But so it doesn't count. Rough estimate. How many of you channeled the most to take on the ark? No, most didn't take anyone on the ark. No, it did. Uh, What's the name of the rice spent definitely? 100. Yeah, like 200 in my life. I mean, yeah, okay. Definitely I, I want to know. So, All right. so what do you call now. someone who's told 200 lies? Well, I wouldn't call him a liar because that's, you've said nah, like millions of truths. So that you can sit out. Well, let me ask you. If, if I told you one lie, what would you call me? I want to call you a liar because I... Imagine your driver is 100 miles an hour. Isn't that what I would be? In that exact point of time, yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the in that exact moment, you'd be lying. Right, let, let me put it this way: How many people do you have to be? 
Uh, how many people do you have to kill to be Where's considered a murderer? One. Where's the cow drink? No matter what point in time, no, you're, you're always a, a so murderer. Oh, yeah. done, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so now you would be a... Okay. Thanks for your honesty, by the way. Next one. Have you ever stolen anything? Even something small. Have you ever told a lie? Yeah. Okay. What do you call someone who's stolen something? Stealer. No, those are the guys in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know. Uh, starts with a T. Yeah. There you go. Alright. Have you ever used the name of God in vain? Jesus, God, Christ. Used it like a curse word? Yes. Okay. That one's called blasphemy. That's very serious. Another one is, uh, and this is a big one. The Bible says, do not commit adultery. But yeah. Jesus that's took what, a step further. He looked at your thought like he said, if you look with lust, you committed adultery already in your heart. Have you ever done that? Ever looked with lust? Sorry, could you repeat that one more time? Yeah. Basically, Jesus said, if you looked with lust, you've committed adultery already in your heart. All right, so just like, just viewing. Right. Yeah. Okay, that one, guilty of. Okay, so what was your name again? Greg. Greg? I'm Ryan, Greg. So let's go through the, the list here. What I did was I took you through four of the Ten Commandments for our good person test. And you've admitted to being a liar, a thief, a blasphemer, and an adulterer at heart. So Greg. Uh, I'm a very person though. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound like you're a good person based on that standard. It sounds like you're... Sounds like you're the, like the rest of us. Okay. <laughs> I guess no one's good then. I don't know. Sorry, but yeah. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I agree with you. No one is good. Because we've all lied or stolen or done something wrong. Yeah, the, the gentleman over there might be close, but I heard him earlier. He was very passionate. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, did, I didn't hear him. Um, yeah, see, so we've all broken God's law. And <clears throat> now, let me ask you this. Knowing that you've broken God's law, just like I have, just like everybody else has, do you think if you were to stand before God on Judgment Day and he were to judge you based on that standard, do you think you would go to heaven or to hell? Oh, man. Based on that statement, uh, go to hell because how you put it, uh, if you do it one time, but. Well, I mean, I, I, what if you pray and you apologize, what if you uh, say you're sorry and okay. go to confession okay. about that? Let me, uh, let me try that in a court of law, okay? I'm standing before the judge. I'm guilty. The judge knows I'm guilty. And I say, uh, well, judge, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have murdered that person. Will he let oh, yeah, me go? They don't give a yeah. Right. So, <clears throat> it, it's the same with God. Just saying you're sorry isn't going to get you out of trouble. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, knowing that you'd go to hell, uh, that you'd be guilty, that you'd go to hell, does it concern you? There's only two religions in the world. Are you talking about one, the people? God pays all the fine. Sorry, I, I, I heard what she said. But, um, oh, uh, sorry. I'm not paying any attention to her. So, uh, so Hinduism, Buddhism, if you were to die today yeah. and stand before God on Judgment Day, yeah. based on his standard, you would go to hell. Yeah. 
Now, does that concern God you? is the eternal being. He's just like logic, always uh, existed, unchanging, um, immaterial. It does, but... God created logic. I, now, like so, this, what I said the first time, ah, that I, I do I so much good. Like, so I'm honestly so probably one of the nicest people, God, the nicest person I know, like, true. in my God vicinity of, like, college and back home. And, you know, like, that actually hurt me a lot, being a nice person. And so when you and like doing what, law, like I got used a lot. And yeah. In college, I I don't do a lot of the things that people like trick me into doing. I guess like like strategically putting like work on me. Like I don't say yes to a lot of things that I would have. Like I'm a sophomore, but like last year, a lot of people wanted me to do like take charge of events because I showed some interest and they didn't just didn't want to do it. And so they made it look appealing to like. Freshman, like I'm sure that happens in a, every God like hierarchy, basically. No that well, so basically, you think basically you think that uh, your good deeds will outweigh your bad deeds. I personally, yeah, but okay. How you put it? Go go back to the courtroom real quick. Yeah, stand before a judge. You're, you're guilty uh, of breaking the law. And you say, Judge, I fed the homeless. I gave money to the poor. You should let me go. It's not how it is. Right? Right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> hopefully, it concerns you that you, you could end up in hell. Um, but there is a way to escape hell, to escape the punishment. Do you know what that is? Name one thing that's bad about it that's not true. Um, I, I, pro I personally probably don't know, but I would say um, go into confession every week or as much as you can. That's what my, my grandparents do, but I, I, don't, I don't have the answer that you're searching for. Well, that's not the answer. Yeah, it's not. Um, because, again, going into the courtroom. Uh, good. Yeah, I, 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 I murdered that guy, but I, I told my priest so that I murdered him, so you should let me go. Yeah. That, Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so now what does work to get you out of out of prison? Excuse me. So the judge says you're guilty. He's about to pass sentence. Yeah. And he says you can pay a million dollar fine or you can rot in jail. So one of those two things has to happen. You rot in jail or a fine needs to be paid. The problem is you don't have a million dollars, do you? Nope. That's how it is with God. Okay? You're guilty. You've broken his law. And there's a punishment that is upon your head right now. The wrath of God is abiding on you, is how the Bible talks about it. But there is a way for you to be forgiven of what you've done and to get out of the punishment. The way to do that is Jesus Christ. Okay, do you know who that is? Jesus. Okay, let me, let me explain a little bit. Jesus Christ was God in the flesh. Okay. He came to this earth born of a virgin. Yes, yes. He was perfect. He never lied, never stole, never did anything you did wrong. Okay? But even though he never broke the law, he went to the cross. He was punished like a common criminal. They hung him on the cross. 
he shed his blood, he died on that cross. And then he rose again three days later. Yeah. yeah. He defeated death. He defeated the, the punishment. And he says that if you turn away from your sinfulness and you put your trust in him and what he did on that cross, you can have eternal life. You can escape hell. Now, let me go back to the courtroom real quick and, and help you understand that. You're guilty before the judge. Judge says, pay a fine, go to jail. Your choice. You don't have the money to pay the fine, so you don't really have a choice. You're going to jail. Someone you don't even know steps into the courtroom, lays the money out before the judge, says, Judge, I have paid his fine. I've paid Greg's fine. You can now legally let him go free. The fine has been paid. He didn't earn it. He, there was nothing he did to deserve me to pay this fine, but I'm paying it for him anyway because I love him, and I don't want him to go to prison. That's what Jesus did on the cross. He paid your fine with his blood. He shed his blood so that you could have eternal life. But he says, in order for you to get out of hell, you need to turn from your sin and put your trust in Jesus alone. And going back to the courtroom one more time, the judge looks at you. He sees the money sitting before him. He says, okay, Greg, your choice. The fine has been paid, but you still have the choice. Do you accept this gift? Or do you say, no, I don't, I don't want someone to pay my fine for me, and you'll go to jail? That's the choice before you today, is do you accept the gift of God, of, of Jesus paying your fine with his blood, or do you say, no, I don't want the gift. I would rather try to do it my own way, which you can't, and go go to hell. That that's your choice. You know that that's that's the, so, yeah, the if you, options before you. accept the gift, then you're gonna have some guilt about like how you have to pay him back. Well, that's the thing. You, you can't you can't pay him back. I mean. The gift is so great. You know, someone died for you. The, the only the only way that you may even think about paying him back is dying for him. But uh, there's no need for you to die for him. Yeah, he was okay. Now he does he does ask he does say that you should live for him. You should do his will. Uh, you should follow him. Um, but that's not part of the, the deal, you know, you, the deal is he's paid your fine, it's sitting there, it's ready for you to accept it, yeah. or you can reject it and still go to hell, still go to the prison. I would accept it. Well, Greg, I, I, I encourage you to uh, read a Bible. Do you have a Bible? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. Um, do you have internet? Yeah. Okay. Plenty of places to get a Bible on the internet. Um, BibleGateway.com or Bible.org. Both online Bibles right there. Um, I want to challenge you, Greg. Okay. Go to the book of John. It's towards the back. Okay. The book of John, it has 21 chapters. I, I challenge you to read one chapter every day. 
Okay. See, see what the Bible says, what God's Word says about Jesus and what He did for you. Greg, thanks for talking to me, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you have any questions? Um, guess, are you saying that with, uh, with um, when you accept the money, or like the figurative million dollars, yeah. um, you want to pay Him back by worshiping Him every day? That's right. how you living would, your life for Him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. That's that's like what you're. That's what you. That's you. You're grateful, and you want to do things for him because you're grateful. You know, it's like. Uh, I wish it was. Uh, it's sad that it's not socially acceptable in like the majority. I, I I like. Unfortunately, like, around here, like, it's not like. The majority accepting, acceptance, but. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like, you know, if someone does something nice for you, you immediately, you want to do something nice for them. Yeah, like, just recently, like, I, um, I did a huge favor for someone, and then they're like, oh, I wish I could pay you back, and I'm like, just do something nice for someone else. And then they thought that was weird, and they thought that, they thought that was, like, really, really weird. Right. But then but then I just said, no, nah, just help someone else, because I don't need it. I don't need the help. So. Right. But now, you know, but going back to, to God, you know, because he saved you, you're grateful you want to live for him. <clears throat> but I want to make it clear that, that that won't affect whether or not you're saved. Okay? You, you, you just do it because you, you, you live your life for him because you're grateful. But even if you don't live your life for him, which you should, but even if you don't, you're still saved. Okay? You're still... The, the fine's already been paid because you accepted the fine. You accepted the payment. Okay? The gift. So, nothing is going to... You, you, once you accept that gift, you can't give it back. Yeah. Let me put it to the, to the, that way. So, you're saying that you don't have to worship every day? Like, well, <clears throat> fulfill what you're talking about? What, what I... I don't want to say that you don't have to worship him every day. Um, I mean, technically, you don't you don't have to worship him. You don't have to do anything. But because you are grateful to him and what he did for you, you want to worship him every day. Now, that that doesn't necessarily mean you go to church every day or anything like that. But you you just you live your life. It, 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 in a way that's pleasing you live your life uh, in, in his will I mean does that mean you never break God's law again no yeah, like, the Bible yeah. says if we if we say we have no sin then we're lying yeah yeah you have to sin so I mean you know but the here's the difference the difference between someone who the difference between a Christian and a non-Christian regarding sin or breaking God's law is the non-Christian loves the sin, dives headfirst into the sin, whereas the Christian will slip into the sin, will do something wrong, but immediately they will, uh, the old term word is be repentant. They'll feel remorse for what they've done. Yeah. Um, and you know they'll they'll try not to do that again. Yeah, yeah. So, 
But the good news about that gift is that the fine's already been paid for all your sin, past, present, and future, once you accept the gift. I admit it. Greg threw me a curveball when he started talking about a requirement to worship the Lord after we're saved. I was trying to explain that our salvation is secured by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, not by anything we do. But I think I may have complicated things. How would you have answered his questions? Call 513-900-8070 and give me some input. Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. If you want to grow in your understanding of God's Word and learn to study the Bible for yourself, join Pastor Andrew Rappaport as he teaches each week from the Word of God. The teaching is free through the Internet, but paid students receive a syllabus for each course with extra study materials. The cost is only $50 per year with special pricing for church groups. And you get to choose from the School of Biblical Hermeneutics or the School of Systematic Theology. Sign up today for Striving for Eternity Academy. Details at strivingforeternity.org. Cannibalism is okay as long as you're not actually hurting somebody. Wouldn't eating someone hurt them? I'm trying to do the best I can. There's only one way to have your sins forgiven. As born-again Christians, part of our duty is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or have never witnessed before, Witness Radio has something for you. Tune in next time to strengthen your faith and learn how to defend it. Go to witnesstalkradio.org. That's witnesstalkradio.org. Welcome back to Witness Radio. Did you hear about the recent shooting at Umpqua Community College in Oregon? Chris Harper Mercer entered a classroom and took the lives of 10 people, including himself. Another seven students were injured. Our prayers go out to the survivors and those that lost their loved ones. But what can we do to deter events like this from happening elsewhere? Some people say, arm the teachers. Others say stricter gun laws, but neither of those will address the root of the problem. You see, the problem is sin, and the answer is the gospel. Hi, my name is Eric. I'm here with my friend Ryan, and I'd like to get your attention for a couple of moments and talk about the events that happened yesterday in Oregon. Yesterday in Oregon, a crazy guy, wasn't me, but a crazy guy walked into a classroom, and he shot up the classroom where at least 10 people lost their lives, and at least seven people were injured. Problem is that that can happen here at a university like Cincinnati. Those people had no idea that yesterday would be their last day on earth. Those people had no idea. I was a student here at UC once a long time ago, and I went to class like they did. I did my homework like they did. I went to the student union like they did, but they had no idea that last Yesterday morning was going to be the last day on earth. The Bible, God's word says, it is appointed unto men once to die and not to this the judgment. 
Now, I've talked to many people on the street, many students like you and me, and you talk to them and say, are you prepared to meet God? And they'll tell me, I'm good. Are they really good? Am I really good? The Bible has God's standards. God's standards are the Ten Commandments. God's standard is the perfect law. Do you meet that standard? Do I meet that standard? You might tell me I'm a good person. Well, let's see how good you are. Have you ever lied before in your life? Little white lies, little black lies. All you have to do to be a liar is to tell one lie. Have you ever stolen anything before, no matter the value, no matter if it was a 10 cent pen or the Hope Diamond? Have you ever stolen? Have you ever used God's name in vain? The Bible calls that blasphemy. Have you wrote OMG on your cell phone? Oh my God. You've cursed God and God considers that a violation of his commandments. Have you ever looked at a man or a woman with lust in your heart? The, God called, the Bible calls that adultery. Have you ever hated someone without cause? Jesus accounts that to murder. You hate someone without cause, the Bible says you're a murderer. The Bible also says no liar, no thief, no murderer, no, no blasphemer will enter in the kingdom of heaven. Now, I sit here, folks, I'm no better than you are. I have broken all those commandments from one to 10. I've only given you four of the commandments and I'm like you, I've broken every commandment. I've lied, I've stolen, I've used God's name in vain, I've committed adultery in my heart. There's only one person that ever met those standards perfectly and that was Jesus Christ. So, if you should die, and God forbid that you don't do it, but if you, if you should die today and you go up to God, do you meet his standard of perfection? If you're honest in your heart, you would have to say, no I don't. I'm a liar, I'm a thief, I'm an adulterer. So we got a problem here. There's four things we have to understand. One, you have to understand who God is. God is holy, God is righteous, God is perfect. You got, number two, we got to understand who you and I are. We are men, we are sinful, we have broken God's law, we've got a problem. We can't approach a holy God with sin on our record. Number three, what do we do about that problem? About meeting God? Well, God did, God did that problem for us in itself. 2,000 years ago, he sent his son, Jesus Christ, who lived a perfect life. He never stole, he never lied, he never used God's name in vain. He was perfect. Here's what Jesus did for us. He died on the cross 2,000 years ago, and by me believing in faith and trusting in him completely, God takes my sin and gives me his righteousness. So that when God sees me, he does not see Eric the vile, low sinner, he sees the righteousness of Christ. And number four, what do we do about it? What do we do about Jesus? You may do, make a lot of decisions in your life, but your biggest decision will be, what do you do about Jesus? In Oregon yesterday, those kids never thought about that day being the last day on earth. The Bible says, prepare to meet thy God. You're gonna die one day. 100% sure statistic is 150,000 people die every day. One day it's gonna be you, one day it's gonna be me. Now, you may say, well, I'll take my chances. I don't think it's worth the chance to take that chance. One day you're gonna die, one day I'm gonna die. The Bible says now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptance time. Now is the time for you to come to Christ. You won't, if you, when you're dead, you won't have a chance to do it. Do it today. The, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. So I urge you, I beg you, look into God's words, the Bible. 
Look and see what God has done for you. You can't get to heaven on your good merits because your good merits aren't good merits. The Bible calls them filthy rags. Being a good person doesn't get you to heaven. Trying to do right doesn't get you to heaven. Ignoring God doesn't get you to heaven. You know what? Some people ignore the law of gravity, but you don't see me jumping off a 100-story building because guess what? You're going to die. It doesn't work. And you can go through your life ignoring God, listening to your friends, and when you die, it's just a, a painful reality that God has prepared a place called hell for all sinners, liars, murderers, adulterers, everything that I've done and everything that you've done. Only through Christ are we saved. Come to Christ today. He died on the cross for our sins. My sins and your sins. God's standard is perfection. You don't meet it. I don't meet it. The only person that does meet it is Christ alone. You're listening to Wendell's Radio. I posed the following question to those in attendance at the weekly Bible study last week. If a gunman were to set foot on your campus and point his gun at you, how would you respond when he asks, Are you a Christian? Eight people in Oregon are dead, and many more around the globe, because they answered yes. Would you have the courage to do the same? Are you willing to die for Jesus Christ? If not, I would urge you to examine your faith and make sure that you are right with God. Matthew 10.28 says, Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share the gospel. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.